Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And now your host for Over the Garden Fence, it is Andy Waddell. I, I love technical mishaps. <laughs> I'm telling you. I could do your recap for you. Just give me the scores, you know. It, it, okay, <laughs> the score, well, they lost to the Rockies 8-5 last night in Denver. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, interleague ball. Interleague ball, folks. Interleague ball. Yep. Lost 8-5. to five. Lost eight to five. Game two tonight. Game nine, two, folks. Eight forty-five pregame on WKZO. Uh, Cubs helping out things for the Tigers. They trounced the Guardians ten-one last night at Wrigley or yesterday at Wrigley. So, there you go. All right, nice. Yeah. Go Tigers. So, how, how, are you breathing? I. <laughs> it, it sounded like in the last show everybody was choking to death. So I'm sorry about that. So. I wanted to make um, one comment before we get started on our show, listening to Roger's show this morning. We have a uh, a turkey vulture and their family living in a couple trees away um, right next door in a, a, a woods right next to us and probably an old barn combination that uh, the turkey vulture gets followed, Jim, by a horde of small little birds attacking him every time he's trying to go out and get food. But it's it's kind of neat because you can you don't see them just like the Bob had called in about the uh um that animal that the yeah. the vulture's taking care of. But when they swoop over they cast such a shadow in your yard that you you have to look up in the air. They're they're five feet wingspans oh, on I know. them. So they're pretty huge. cool. So and then another thing, everybody, uh, talk about the last show. I'm going to talk about another show. Today we have the Irish show at Waddell's doing some judging and uh, beautiful colors and love to have you come talk to the judges and uh, um, not necessarily touch and feel, but come and look and smell and uh, cast your vote too, which is uh, starting at the store this morning at 9 o'clock. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then um, <clears throat> a lot of people are having issues with this drought and other things. So right. if you uh, wanted to give us a call on Over the Garden Fence this morning, 382-4280, and we all already have a caller, so we can do that first before we even get to our notes. Why not? Want. Let's let let's let Amy kick this show off for us. Hey. Good morning, Amy. Amy, how are you? <laughs> Amy, hi, how are you? And it's good. Hold on. Let me turn off the radio. There we go. Oh, you! I like you, Amy. Amy, (laughs) Hold on. You're right. How's your day? It's going good. I had a quick question regarding uh, what type of the insects this year seem to be worse than I remember them. I don't know if it's Uh because of lack of rain or what, but on my tomato plants, can you um, recommend uh, a bug uh, insecticide that would not? have a lot of chemical. I don't want any chemicals if possible. Yep. So spinosand I have in my notes this morning is safe, organic, and it would not be anything that is chemically related that you could apply to those tomatoes. Neem oil also based off neem, uh, the Mm -hmm. insect that also is something that, um, remember Amy, don't try to spray in the heat of the day. If you're doing anything to control those bugs, do it in the early morning or the late of the evening. Trying to do a, a spray on that uh, below 70 degrees, we'll just say, 72 degrees. But mm-hmm. those are those are two items that are very safe and effective and, and uh, um, easy to use and not have a lot of chemical base to it at all. We and what ha- was the first one again? Yep. Um, you could do... Tr- there's also triple action too, which is a combination that has the neem oil in it, 
um, <clears throat> that would be very safe also at the same time. Okay, and that first one uh, before for Neem, did you say, or did you already say that th- uh, triple action? Yep. Okay, and okay. you have the, both of those at your store at Weedell? We do. Actually, the first okay. one was called Spinosad 2. That is good for beetles, for um, the tent, um, the... I'm not sure the name of the worm, but we'll just call it tomato worm. Um, that gets mm-hmm. all over the tomatoes very soon. You don't see them, and they are very easy to control with that. And it's called S-P-I-N-O-S-A-D, spinosad. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll uh, get some of that because right now I only have uh, seven, which I use for my flowers and things like that, but I don't really want to use it on vegetables. Yeah, and, and Amy, seven is safe, but even still... Sometimes that plant or that bug will get used to that seven. And so mm. m- mixing it up, too, is very nice. And so that, that'll be able to control very nicely on it. Okay, thank you okay. so much. You bet. Amy, good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So, And on those tomatoes right now, um, people are seeing vast volumes of growth, Jim. Lots of growth with the um, the. The heat that we've had put some moisture to them, but now's a good time to do some of that pruning and cleaning up of that tomato, getting rid of the sucker sprouts. And we have a tomato list that we never finished last week because we had some callers call in. Right. So, yeah. yeah, so we'll get to our tomato list later. So stop in today for the Irish show, and I just wanted to start with that. So good morning, and Amy, thank you for calling in. Happy July 1st and, uh, and or happy July 4th weekend. <clears throat> Looks like a hot one, but really a beautiful morning. Out getting early coffee this morning, watching school bus of workers getting out into the fields. <clears throat> I'm thinking, Jim, they're probably pulling the mail um, off the corn rows because I think there was one probably every 10 or 11 rows spaced apart working down the um, the rows of the corn this morning, probably seed corn. So cool, damp morning. The birds seem to love it. The plants loved it as well. Um, just like me. Nice, cool morning. Little dew on the lawn. The lawn was hurting, but actually looks like it's starting to recover. As men focused on the annuals, sometimes it's hard to work on every part of the yard with moisture. What was hurting the worst is what you try to take care of the most. Focusing on the annuals, the vegetables, our hydrangeas. Remember the word hydrate? That's what I almost should call these hydrangeas. They really, um, they, uh, have just flourished in the heat when you put the moisture to them. Lots of flowers, the petunias and marigolds and red, the geraniums are all, again, loving it, putting moisture and, again, feeding. We've been feeding with the uh, Fertilome Root and Bloom, the 958.8. But boy, <clears throat> miss a day of moisture, <laughs> and they will tell you, miss two days of moisture, and these plants are yelling at you. Hey, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> are you thirsty? <laughs> so are we. Looks like you got a um, Gatorade in your hand. Why don't I get a little water? So my hydrangeas talk to me. Believe me. Take care of them, and they will reap beautiful colors all year back to you. So really, what is the highlight in your color in your yard? I have planted, or we have planted, a variety of plants over the years in our yard to get a season-long plethora of colors and textures. I could pick color at Christmas time for the wreaths and still get a great March color, um, probably 12 months a year I could pull out of the yard. From weeping white pine to ornamental grasses to my whip cord cypress. Always something of interest or beauty in the yard. 
But that's not everything has been hunky-dory this year. It's been a challenge to take care of some things. Mm -hmm. We got an extreme drought. Lots of Michigan or our listening area, um, even Indiana and Ohio, where people are listening from, really, really have been coming into um, Waddell's this last couple weeks trying to figure out what to do in this drought. Drought brings on stress. Stress to a plant, just like us humans, lowers resistance. Lower resistance brings an onslaught of issues. Onslaught of issues including, just like Amy, pests of all varieties. All varieties, excuse me. Disease, or I'll say, fungus among us. Weeds seem to be growing everywhere. Ugh. And, um... Yes, some of the grasses are flourishing, I'll tell you, in the lawn, but seems to be a a resurge of some of the weeds on the outside edges. So maybe let's look at our honeydew list first. And um, as I was writing these notes last night, Jim, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was not walking out in a jungle, okay? So I wasn't, like, tramping down, and a tick fell out of nowhere. Whoa. And it's like, okay, so then a pretty good strong fingernails, and I tried to break that tick in two and and uh, keep writing and look at, and that dumb thing keeps moving so then i really like you know almost wanted to light it <laughs> with, a, with a match like your boy scouts <laughs> two minutes later the thing's still walking and i'm you know so be careful what look at your pets look them over when you're coming in look at down your socks and shoes and i would like i said i was just out uh, uh out by the mailbox that's, that's incredible the resilient resiliency of these uh yeah. ticks are yeah. just incredible. so just remember high yield bug blaster granulars or 38 plus in all your weeds and underlying areas Put the uh, high yield around the base of the house if you think there's an issue as the dogs are coming in. And I'm not saying to put the dogs in it, but go ahead and um, put it around and maybe water it in so you know that it's still safe so the animals can uh, go back there. You got um, hmm, ants. Ants can seem to be an issue a good part of the season. Early part of the season, the big black ants come on. Now, a lot of times you'll see sugar ants or a result of maybe food or um, other things um, out on the deck or on the porch. Box elder bugs, earwigs, all can be a what we'll call a nuisance mm-hmm. bug. So again, using 38 plus, which is a permethrin based item, which is Again, very easy and safe to use or high-yield, again, bug blaster granules around the base of the house, deck, or garage. Thrips seem to be everywhere. Thrips seem to be loving roses the last couple weeks. They love cucumbers. They strip hollyhock. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I'll stop here because we picked... Jim, some very nice uh, hollyhock for a customer mm-hmm. who is not, we'll just say, not a big gardener. Like, they don't come outside. But mm-hmm. they wanted the they wanted the color, and uh, we got them in the ground. They looked beautiful, and by the time we got the drip irrigation, they were skeletonized. Yeah. There wasn't anything left to them except wow. the outside shell of the foliage. So um, don't give up. Use triple action again, um, made by Fertilome. And uh, you'll see very good results if you have edibles. That was what I would use. Non-edibles, use rose shield on roses or perennials or, again, those non-edible items. On something like that, too, I might, uh, I can say I have my own issues in life with uh, thrips. And right now I had a beautiful 
um, knockout rose tree. Flowering very nicely, and thrips got into that. But I did not give up because it really looked like it was um, on its last limb. Fed it hard, pruned it back, cleaned all that um, uh, old flowers that did not open up because thrips, you know, guys, will go into the flower of a rose and eat it to a point where it does not open up. Mm. <clears throat> and so, believe it or not, this morning as I'm moving it around, I'll be darned. Here comes the new foliage and the new leaves coming on on round number two. So, again, don't give up on your plant. Sometimes it is just uh, taking care of it at the same time. We'll, um, we'll go to a break in a second. But uh, one listener said last week that their burning bush looked like it had snow on it. I remember that, yeah. And we'll talk about the snow in uh, July here. Yeah. It is Christmas in July. Now think about this. There are quite a few people that I know uh-huh. that are off until Wednesday. Oh. So it's it's yeah. Christmas in July, That's literally. Right. There right. you go. All right. I'll tell you what, you can join in here on Over the Garden Fence, 382-4280-877-382-4280. If you're radio shy, you can text it to us at 80373 or you can email me, Jim.lawless at WKZO. More over the garden fence after this on WKZO. Gorgeous landscape plants to decorate your outdoor living area are in stock at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's is where you'll enjoy browsing the nursery and greenhouses full of beautiful bloomers. Check out the fresh shipment of large flowering annuals in hanging baskets and one-gallon pots, all ready to brighten decks, containers, and gardens. Some beautiful choices include bright-colored petunias, vinca, marigolds, zinnias, and coleus. Do you like sunflowers? Each sun-believable annual plant will give you hundreds of sunflower-like blooms from now until fall. Sun-believables are on sale now for $19.99. You save $6. Asiatic lilies will provide breathtaking blooms for sunny gardens. Choose from 20 different colors and all on sale this week. Need some color for a shady area? Some flowers to cut for bouquets? Something that's short for a border? Need some ideas? Wander through the blooms and visit with the plant professionals at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. 920, 74, cloudy, smoky, hazy at WKZL. Over the garden fence continues. Now, Andy, uh, I was mentioning that, or Matt Kirkwood actually mentioning the chance of showers. I've been watching a line work its way through uh, Illinois, south of Chicago, and, and around Indianapolis. This line has moved up to oh, nice. the South Bend area, into Chicago, and it's about ready to cross either the lake or the state line, depending on where you're at. And nice. and we should see a little rain today, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's really going to do much for the smoke in the air. <laughs> no. No, but it might dry, <laughs> settle the dust for us a little bit, if oh, nothing please, else. So. please do that. So, so are we supposed to get our lawn chairs and kind of see it coming at us, you know, <laughs> like the fireworks? But, you know, I, I know people that may sit out in it Yeah, <laughs> just to say, <laughs> just say it's raining. You. Yes, yes. So that's actually, everybody, that's good news. So uh, thank you for a good weather report, too. So um, one caller said last week that they uh, um, noticed their burning bush looked like it had snow on it. But uh, I, I told the caller, you might want to look a little closer because uh, it's actually thousands and thousands of little white bugs called scale. Scale is actually fairly easy to control. It loves burning bush. There is also other varieties of scale um, on magnolia right now that is called army scale. 
but it is the same treatment. Again, doing spraying on the early portions of the morning, but doing horticultural oil mixed with malathion will take care of scale. Sometimes scale or sucking insects, you guys, will turn burning bush almost to a smoky cast or a fall color um, early in the season. The second item that will do that for sure is aphids. So short-term control was the horticultural oil mixed with malathion. Long-term control, soil drench with the fertilome systemic insect drench. Um, put around the base of the plant, three ounces per gallon, and we can help you determine your height or the, the size of the tree and how much you need. Soil drench also, but feed in the fall. Sometimes feeding in the fall, just like me, will give me a little energy. Sometimes a short-term food is not what I'm after. <clears throat> short-term food would be, be something like miracle Grow or Muriacid, something that would be in and out in 30 days. If I want to do a long-term control I'd, or long-term food, I would love to get a Spoma Hollytone or Plant Tone on those plants in late October. Aphid are everywhere. <laughs> yep, or sucking insects in general. They'll twist and contort foliage to a point where you, can, you can't even see the insect on the underside of their leaf. Control aphid again with horticultural oil or neem oil or triple action. Sometimes uh, <clears throat> you can't see the evidence, but spirea can just be twisted and contorted lilac very easily and a lot of other hosts. Um, hawthorn is another one, crabapple another one. So um, I got a uh, little article that was brought out by uh, MSU. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about our controls in a second, too, because it is vegetable season. And it is almost here on some things. Some things are almost past, like strawberries. But don't let your hard work <laughs> go to the birds. <laughs> and I know I like to feed the birds, but sometimes <laughs> it's really not funny. We have a raspberry crop that's just about to uh, mature, and I'm waiting to pick it. You might want to get some bird netting over that. So, um, and our, our little uh, note on here is July is actually a great time to garden. Great time for gardeners. Long anticipated wait is almost over. You can almost taste those juicy tomatoes. You always have one too many radishes or lots of fresh salad. But now is the not time to trade the trowel for harvest basket quite yet. July is a great time to get ready for your fall garden. Sow seeds now like beets, beans, and sweet corn so you can harvest them in the fall. Make sure the middle of July also you have started your cool crop seasons as well. Favorites to start include cabbage, spinach, greens, and turnips. To keep your garden in full production, pick your vegetables and cut your herbs while they tender and young. I used to... Uh, <clears throat> Once in a while, Jim, Dad, we love beans. And the beans, sometimes, if you pull the bean, Jim, all by itself, uh -huh. you will pull the plant out of the ground. Oh, well, no. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't lean down far enough and hold the bean plant while I pulled the bean off. So then you'd hurry up and dig a hole and you'd shove that bean plant in the ground. But at night, dad would be looking out at dinner time and you could already see the one plant that was wilted. Right. So I never really liked to pick beans. You always had to lean over. But young beans pull off easier. Big, coarse beans, you don't want to eat anyway. So 
um, rotate and get get that best flavor, um, picking sometimes more than once a week. Have a neighbor stop by or do a quick harvest if you're out of town. A few fruits given away will keep your plant producing at full capacity. Your neighbors will maybe even be delighted with a few fresh veggies. Hmm. If you have an abundance of herbs, be sure to cut them and loosely bundle them and hang them in dry locations or place them on a screen to use them for this winter. Herbs, uh, fresh herbs or dried natural herbs um, used within a few months have the best flavor and give your recipes that extra fresh garden flavor. And again, be sure to water adequately. Gardens need at least one inch of water per week. Plants stay healthy and producing when kept evenly moist. And again, try not to overhead water. So a mm-hmm. couple little notes on our gardening friends and some of the things that happen around the gardens. But as I was writing these notes, Jim, I spelled it out. That's a page. Go one page back, everybody. Uh, capital R-A-B-B-I-T-T. And that's, uh, is that how to spell rabbit? Because I was about ready I, I, you may have included maybe one too many T's. One too many T's. Maybe, yep. yeah. But darn it all, <clears throat> they're everywhere, all over the yard. And if you, <clears throat> the dog will get one, there's 10 more to follow. So uh, when we come back, maybe we can talk about what to do in the vegetable garden. There you go. And questions for Andy, 382-4280 on WKZO. Need some shade? Woodell's Garden Center has a great selection of more than 100 varieties of locally grown trees. No landscape is complete without a shade tree, and this week you can save big on everyone's favorite, maple trees, while they're all 33% off. Autumn blaze maple trees are fast growing and reach a mature height of 40 to 50 feet. Another beautiful maple choice is the Royal Red Maple, now on sale for just $134 for the 12-foot size. Japanese maples make a beautiful accent tree. All sizes and all colors of Japanese maples are also 33% off. And remember, you get a warranty on trees and shrubs for up to five full years when you plant with Mike Tree and Shrub Growth Stimulant. Check out the Shady Choices. Save 33% on any maple trees you choose from Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Street. Open today till 5, Monday through Friday 9 to 6, with special 4th of July hours 9 to 3. local news because I like to be involved in my community. More Kalamazoo area news online than ever before at WKZO.com 928 Over the Garden Fence continues with your host Andy W-E-D-E-L L <laughs> Sorry I won't even say where I went to school you guys Sorry I put one too many T's in there He, he, uh, he told me off air we're just going to keep it that way <laughs> Well done <laughs> I really, um, there's a, another way to get rid of your rabbits, and I'll say that uh, you have um, many controls that you can take care of. Rabbit maze will take care of it. It's a natural spray you can put around the perimeter. I've seen marigolds used around your outside edges. I've seen um, 410s used around, <laughs> and 22s used around. I've seen natural traps, so you can trap them naturally and um, uh, maybe ask somewhere like the nature center where they could be dropped off. I'm not saying to drop them off in a neighbor, um, but somewhere they um, sometimes to be discreet and be um, careful on them too. At the same time, I have probably one, there's 20 more behind that. So the vegetable garden right now, like I said, don't let your work um, 
go to the birds. So watch them for potato beetle, and like Amy said earlier, uh, tomato worm, cabbage lopper, those are all things right now that we got to be looking at. Cabbage lopper makes huge holes in the foliage, so spinosad is safe and organic, uh, can be used safe right up to day of harvest. Peach leaf curl um, on your fruit trees right now. If there is an issue in that vegetable fruit tree area, liquid copper or fruit uh, fertilome copper, <clears throat> liquid copper could be applied again on a day under 72 degrees. Mm-hmm. Mix that with spreader sticker for best control. But apple, peach, pear, plum, all could use a fruit tree spray if you haven't done it in the last couple of weeks. I would highly suggest water your plants 24 hours before um, to make sure there is uh, enough oomph in the plant so they can absorb it. Black spot and uh, SWD, which is spotted wing drops phyla, uh, which is a bug that gets in a lot of our fruits, including uh, raspberries, could all be controlled with that fruit tree spray. Zucchini, squash, cucumbers, All will have issues soon with some of the heat that will come on. Powdery mildew tends to be an issue sometimes in those uh, fruit production and vegetable production. Fertilome 2787, Dacanil 2787 will help take care of that. And again, you might want to even bring in samples to the store to identify because powdery mildew is way different than downy mildew. Downy mildew has actually notches or leaves in the, um, they kind of make square notches in the leaf structure. They follow their vein patterns, and um, uh, unfortunately, eradication is how to take care of that, which means uh, removal of the plant. Last year, we had um, some good calls and um, questions come in, and I did not finish some of the uh, next thing that everybody calls in and comes into the store constantly about is tomatoes. Remember, your tomato crop needs to be conditioned first. Veggie dew or the dairy dew compost before setting the plants in. Setting your plants. Somebody said, why would I bury all my vegetables too deep? I would not. I did not suggest that. We suggest tomatoes can be planted three to four inches of the stem can be put in the ground. The buried section of the stem will grow more roots. That will encourage a bigger root structure. Apply calcium nitrate and mics to that veggie dew or the dairy dew when setting your plant in. Doing all this last two weeks, I bet our plants have gone from a little five-inch pot. Um, Daniel brought a few home, and I bet some of them are two to three feet full and big already loaded with green tomatoes ready to come on. Remember, Food and tomatoes go hand in hand. They actually love tomato tone. Um, I like to not use high nitrogen because uh, it'll cause the plant to grow a lot of leaves and very few tomatoes. Remember to keep the suckers picked off. And I'll say water sprouts is another word. Sometimes you say, get that sucker off, you know, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying the shoots or the tiny side shoots, stems and leaves that grow between the main stems and the branches. A sucker sprout are okay, but too many are allowed, will grow and pull all the energy away from the plant and will go to the sucker sprout 
other than producing fruit. So somebody said the other day, really, to actually prune tomatoes? Yes, go ahead in there with scissors and clean off all those foliage, get some of the sunlight up to those uh, fruit so they can bear. Use stakes, heavy cage, trellis, or something to keep the tomato plants off the ground. Nothing worse than getting a large tomato and then having the uh, <clears throat> uh, moisture or the rains push it over and allowing that uh, air to circulate around the plant to eliminate disease. The bottom leaves of the plants can be pulled off to help de include air circulation also. Remember on watering, Overhead irrigation is not what we suggest with a tomato. Mulching around the tomato so there is not splash lines um, going up around the bottom of the plant. Mulching with lawn clippings, cocoa mulch, cedar mulch, one to two feet around the plant will ensure this not to happen. Water when the soil is dry to ensure moisture or even around the, all the plants. If you can't do this, maybe that's when you need to do drip irrigation. The last two or three jobs that we've done, Jim, have all just said, go ahead and do a drip irrigation because even though we're good waterers and good gardeners, I'm not sure I can handle getting out and making sure. So you plug all your drip irrigation. So your small perennials, you go to half gallon an hour drippers. Huh. The shrubs, we plug in one gallon an hour drippers. And the trees, the big trees, we put up uh, lines that go to two-gallon-hour drippers. So each one of these trees get a little moisture once a day or twice a day. We can dial it in for the customer, or you guys can too. It's that easy. So yeah. the last couple items we'll come back on because those are important for tomatoes and uh, a couple other things that uh, we can highlight on. There you go. Let's go ahead and take a break. Um, 382-4280 with your questions for Andy on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Here's a news flash from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Valuable landscapes can dry up quick, even after they've received some rain. So you'll need to supplement water for your trees, flower, and vegetable gardens, lawns, and shrubs. Waddell's carries all the watering supplies you need. Is your hose tangled, leaky, kinked, and broken? Get a new Stanley Fat Max hose. Stanley Fat Max is the professional-grade hose that's flexible in all kinds of weather and won't kink. Plus, it comes with a lifetime guarantee. Need a new sprinkler? Waddell's has several styles and sizes to fit all your landscape needs. Want to conserve water and still get your plants irrigated? Get a rain drip drip irrigation system. They're easy to install and get just the right amount of water to your valuable landscape plants. Come visit with the plant professionals at Waddell's, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Open today till 5, Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, with special 4th of July hours, 9 to 3. It'll be warm and muggy this weekend with a good chance of showers and thunderstorms, and we'll have that certainly today with a high temperature right around 87 with a light wind on the south. For Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms will be likely with those humid conditions that persisting and a high temperature right around 80 degrees. Monday, high of 87, mostly sunny conditions, and the 4th of July will hang on to those mostly sunny conditions. It'll be hot with a high all the way up to 90. Tracking southwest of Michigan's weather, I'm Storch Mate meteorologist Matt Kirkwood. Thank you, Matt. Currently in Kalamazoo, cloudy, smoky, hazy, 75. Air quality alert, Andy, continues until late tonight. And then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're done with it. Cross our fingers. I'm hoping so, too. I was, uh, those uh, boreal forests that are uh, burning, I'm... Uh, 
I feel bad we we learned about a little of those uh, forest fires, how they can be good, but definitely they have a, some detrimental effect for right, sure. So, right. Um, everybody uh, who affects, make sure to um, um, breathe smart and yeah. get a mask for the day. And um, I, uh, I am in that. If, I am in that uh, sensitive individuals group. Are you? So, yeah, right. yeah I'm. I'm uh, I have leather skin, and I, <laughs> it seems not to bother me. <laughs> I don't have allergies. I'm, I'm around plants. I'm very blessed at the moment with it, but someday it might hit me in. So, um, you are you are the Jack Lalane of gardening. Well, there you I, go. <laughs> I have my issues too. So, you guys were talking about tomatoes, and just got a couple other things because we have an event next week. I want to talk about too. So, okay. with tomatoes, remember. Every two weeks, the broad spectrum fungicide will help immensely take care of uh, um, any tomato diseases, and triple action will be great for sprays if there is problems with bugs. But to control what is coming up is the blossom end rot. People will come with that nice tomato and just get almost ready to pick it and turn it over, and you'll see a big black spot right on the tomato, and that is definitely blossom end rot. Um, that is actually a calcium deficiency. So with Fertilome Yield Booster, it's a calcium spray twice a month. will help promote and set blooms. Um, spray tomato flowers with Fertilome, tomato, and pepper set. Sometimes, remember, some tomatoes and peppers, their first set of flowers can be virgin flowers, so they tend to fall off, which is fine. Pull them off, and uh, uh, you might have a good crop. So, hey, we got a caller. Yeah, Jerry, good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. Uh, quick one. I uh, want to put down some grass seed. Is that doable as long as I keep it watered? Oh, my, yes. Yep. You know what? Grass seed and heat go hand in hand. All it takes is moisture. And if you're willing to do that, you could put grass seed in right now, and it will come up super fast um, with, with a, a proper moisture. What I might do, Jerry, is set your either yourself or your sprinkler timer in your head for three times a day instead of doing it once and just getting it watered once for five to seven minutes. Keeping that ground moist, you should have good, good germination, no problem. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. Don't forget about it once it gets up and running. you can. Yep, yep, I got you. Yeah, put straw on it and, uh, you know, or easy straw, and that'll keep the moisture down on it as it, as it uh, starts coming up. Uh-huh. Okay, very good. Thank well, you. You bet, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, I think we, uh, <clears throat> we're we doing an embankment project this week. Oh. And if 50 rolls of that erosion matting that is all straw blanket, and we're putting that down first before we put any grass seed down, and that straw just kind of helps blanket or cool that uh, grass seed as it's growing. Hmm. So next week, you folks have... Um, a couple weeks away, I'm sorry, it's not next week. We have a pollinator event that is coming up. And um, I think that people, I heard it this week, there was a buzz in the air. <laughs> Bada boom. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> About creating sustainability gardens. How to create a hummingbird garden. How to create a bee and butterfly garden. Mm. And working with some of those plants that actually help other plants. So it actually sounds crazy. Hmm. It uh, Plant sustainability? Plants actually helping each other? Hmm. Hummingbirds' main part of their diet is actually small insects. 
Small insects are a lesser known but essential part of a hummingbird diet. Encouraging insects in uh, your perennial garden means that you might have spiders and hummingbirds all summer long. And spiders and hummingbirds kind of go hand in hand. The hummingbirds make beautiful tiny nests from sp spider silk, which I didn't know. So another caller. Yeah, and but we do need to get a real quick break in and then start to wrap things up. No problem. Uh, we'll do last call on phone calls next on Over the Garden Fence. Weddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a beautiful selection of furniture that would be perfect for your outdoor entertaining. And right now, it's all 20% off. If you've been wanting to give your deck or patio a facelift, check out the eucalyptus wood sets available at Weddell's, made of top quality eucalyptus wood for years of enjoyment. The Plow and Hearth All-Weather Wicker Set includes two chairs, two ottomans, cushions, and a table. Weddell's also has many choices of metal benches that are functional as well as decorative, and they're all 20% off or get a chat set like the green metal table set that would be a great focal point for a garden or small patio. Now's the time to pick out just the right piece of furniture for your outdoor living area, but hurry in because supplies are limited for this 20% off furniture deal. Sure, you could buy outdoor furniture just about anywhere, but Waddell's carries furniture that lasts for years. Give your outdoor living area a whole new look at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Nine forty-three at WKZO. Linda is on the phone to help us wrap up over the garden fence. Good morning, Linda. Hey, Linda. How Good can morning. I help? Um, I noticed in our tomato garden, um, we have a raised bed tomato garden. My cherry tomatoes or my grape tomatoes are dropping fruit before they even ripen. They're green. Yep. And I've been taking in. Uh, we do drip irrigation. So we've been on top of trying to keep them wet or watered. So I can't, for the life of me, think of why they would be dropping fruit. Okay. And are they dropping green or are they dropping when they're just almost green? Green. Dropping green. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so maybe some of that is that blossom set that sometimes has issues on there. Have you had any tomatoes earlier? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is just my first yep. crop. So first time I might... Um, then I might pull those back off. Let's see if I can get a uh, that Fertilone Blossom set. That would surely help. Um, mm -hmm. And I might bring in a sample. Let's see. I doubt you have any boar, but you could easily take care of that with Spinosad uh, if there was any okay. bug that would help on that tomato. So let me finish off the air with you, and I got some other suggestions that I can help you with. Okay. All right. All right. Hold, hold on the line there, Linda. Sure. Thank you, everybody, for uh, the calls today. All right. Yeah. And good good day well tomatoes are an issue because we're ready for our blts right there you <laughs> go andy thank you enjoy the holiday weekend and thank you all for listening to over the garden fence tune in each saturday after 9 a.m for over the garden fence brought to you by waddell's nursery floral and garden center at the corner of 12th street and millam road